Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about deal or no deal. Is it happening or isn't it? Because there is some mixed reporting. And we're going to kind of run through it and talk about the various options. And since we're on this topic, we'll also answer two other questions related to it that have come in repeatedly from different people. Um... So, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, last night some news broke and it said that a deal had been reached. And the deal was basically there was going to be a five day cease, uh, I'm sorry, not a cease, anything, a pause. There would be a five day pause in the fighting and there would be 50 something captives returned during that period. That was the reporting. Shortly after that, both the Israeli and U.S. governments were like, no, that's not, that's not real. So people are asking what it means. Well, you have three options. One, it's bad reporting. It happens. It could just be bad reporting. Another option is that there's an agreement in principle but the details haven't been finalized yet, so the governments don't want to commit to it. That's another one. The third option is that there's totally a deal in place, but the governments aren't ready to say there is, and there could be a list of reasons for that. The governments could be lying. They do that sometimes. Um, as far as which of those three it is, don't know, and we won't know until we know, until there's more more information about it. Um, so, right now, the only thing that's been confirmed that we know for certain is that there is pursuit of a deal that appears to be incredibly similar to this. That's what we know. Um, and the deal is reportedly being brokered by the U.S., Okay, so moving on to some questions. Most common one that has come in over the last few hours has been, uh, okay, so if Israel doesn't need the aid and they're not dependent on that aid from the U.S., why is the U.S. giving it to them? Right? Makes sense. Um, why does a politician stand out in front of the groundbreaking of some infrastructure project that they voted for. Or, 
or sometimes they even voted against, <laughs> but they go out there and take credit for it anyway, right? Stand there with a hard hat and a shovel. Why do they do that? Because they're spending money in a way that people like and it gets them votes. It's kind of that simple. Um, if you're younger, please understand the default setting for U.S. politicians for decades was the U.S. supports Israel. An incredibly popular position and providing aid, well, it, it, it played well. It wasn't a politically risky thing. So that's why, I mean, the aid for Israel is allocated out through a memorandum of understanding out until, I want to say, 2028. Our own military isn't funded out until 2028. Um, it, it, it's, it's about catching the votes. A lot of evangelical Christians, there's a whole bunch of demographics that are just steadfast in their support. That's what it was about. Um, the, the shift that you're seeing now, understand it's new. That, that is new. Politicians even remotely questioning it. it it's, it's new. That wasn't common. Um, so it, it's really more about domestic politics. And when you look at the foreign policy side, somebody in the comments said that it was uh, symbolic. Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to that. You know, it shows that the U.S. is with Israel and Israel is with the U.S. and all of that stuff. And that's important in that geopolitical card game that's going on over there. Um, at the same time, I mean, that, that's kind of demonstrated by the joint research projects and military projects that go on. That's something that could be done with a treaty or just words. The money, it's, it's about domestic politics more than anything. Um, so, the other question is, uh, people are saying that Biden's administration is doing things behind the scenes. An example, it was the request. And I think a good way to do this and to show you how behind the scenes it kind of is, is right now you have a whole bunch of political commentators and even some politicians saying, fine, we'll give Israel aid, but we're, we need to condition it. We need to put conditions on the aid that we're going to give Israel and say you can't do X with it. As an example, they would say, uh, fine, you want to buy these rifles? We'll sell you these M16s, but you can't give them to settlers. Something like that. Putting conditions on the aid. Biden did that two weeks ago. Didn't get a, didn't get a lot of press, didn't get a lot of fanfare. And... Probably that, that had to do with a whole lot of uh, people who cover foreign policy looking at it and being like, what is this? Um, and they didn't really know what to make of it. But the uh, Israeli government wanted to purchase a bunch of M16s. And the Biden administration was like, yeah, okay, but you can't do this with them. It's stuff like that, and given the fact that that and his recent statement about the visa bans both deal with the same topic. 
it shows an intent. It's not haphazard, there's a plan. If you put the pieces together, it kind of looks like the administration's sitting there and like, well, we can't stop this. Let's get the peace process restarted afterward, a real one. That's what it looks like. Um, how successful that will be, I don't know. I mean, that's when people talk about an impossible foreign policy challenge, it's this. This is what is presented as like the, the unsolvable situation. Um, but it looks like the Biden administration is trying to shape the discussion for later to be able to say, okay, stuff on this side of this line, that's yours. What's over there is theirs, and y'all stop fighting. That's, that's what it looks like. Again, no clue how successful they'd be at that. But that appears to be what all of the moves are, are kind of angling towards. Uh, I'll put a link down to the thing about uh, the thing about the rifles because I don't know, I don't know if that's even easy to find, but um, that's what's going on. So right now there's a whole lot of movement, but no accomplishment. One of those situations where you've been busy all day and haven't done anything. That's what the foreign policy situation is like right now. Um, don't really know anything about the deal. Not yet. And we probably won't until there's an official announcement now. Because my guess is anybody who would have talked to the press, they're not going to now. <laughs> um, and even if they get one person who would, the reporter is probably going to be, let's just say, more cautious in publishing a story that carries the same line unless they can get it very well confirmed. But we do know there is a deal that is attempted at being brokered. It looks like the U.S. and uh, Qatar are doing a lot of the work. And the general terms are very similar to what was reported as a reached deal. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.